Hello, and welcome to Flagrant Pod Season 3 Help Side, an advice-ish, column-ish podcast where we answer unreal questions from real-life ballers. I'm your host, Sierra. I think I'm alone now. Because the moms are out of office, so to keep me company, we have Liberty reporter Miles Ehrlich and WNBA enjoyer Matt Ellentuck. It's true. The loneliest I enjoy air it. horn. Welcome, you guys. How are we? Good, good. Thank you for having me on. Big fan yeah. of of flagrant of you of everything you do and you too, Matt. So it's great to to see you virtually at this in this tiny vertical drop. I just love that flagrant has just found a place for men to podcast. Mm-hmm. That's always yeah, kind of what we've been there. about is platforming <laughs> men. That's our big. It's our big thing. I think this is actually the first. This is maybe the first time that two men have been on the podcast at once. We maybe had the earbuds on, but I think every time we've done stuff with the earbuds, it's been on their platform. I don't know. Either way, this is kind of unprecedented, but thank you guys for coming to keep me company. Miles, did we meet in person in Vegas? Very, very, very briefly. Okay. Uh, Where was it? It was, it was the last. So, this is why I'm I'm struggling to remember a little bit because it was the last party I was at before I missed my flight the next morning. Oh, so crazy! We were, so it must have been Hoop York City. City. Uh, yeah. I only was, went to, I only went to Hoop York City on the roof. On the rooftop, yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah, because okay. I saw you for about five minutes, and then you went to chase down fast food somewhere. Yeah, we uh, went to Taco Bell. Oh yeah, <laughs> yes. And I got sidecars with B. Terrell. That's where that's where my oh, yeah. night started. Or continued and then I had like a 5 a.m flight that just did not happen yeah that's fair I think we all had 7 a.m flights but I was like I'm pretty sure I met Miles but at that point and when I was at that party the only thing I had eaten that day I had been awake since 4 45 a.m the only thing I had eaten that day was a thing of chow mein from Panda Express and then I went to that party and I was drinking and I was like oh I'm pretty sure I met him but (laughs) I don't remember that well. Because you got there super late too, right? Like that yeah. was the day you got there? Did yeah, you... I got there at 10 a.m. that day. And, and then I, I left I the next forget. day did at you... 7. Yeah, did you miss, did your flight get delayed? Everyone's flights were so screwed up. Yeah. Not, not it was my own fault, but like lots of people yeah, had fair. screwed up flights. No, yeah, well, I had. I was supposed to get in at like 11.30 p.m. Friday night. And I had flown from Chicago had a layover in San Francisco and was supposed to fly to Vegas. They canceled the flight to Vegas. Luckily I'm from the Bay area, stayed the night in Sonoma at like, had my little sister come pick me up. And then my mom drove me back to the airport the next morning. I wasn't going to go. And then I was like, no, I have to be there. That's so close. You got so close. (laughs) I I was so close. Matt, I've still never met you in person. We were coworkers for seven months. Yeah, I'm like, I'm sure that you are a person in society, but maybe you aren't. Yeah, no proof yet. Matt and I met for about two minutes. Is that the only time we met was I saw you online for food at the Barclays Center. So yeah, it's mostly centered around fast food. That's how I meet people in the WNBA space. I think that's just, yeah, that's how the WNBA media folks are. It's like, oh, I have to do this thing really quick. Let me just eat the most vile and delicious food I can find. Yeah, I think that's the only time we met, right? Was was in that quick instance? I definitely think that we've been we, I've, we've seen each other before that, but maybe not. Here's the my, thing. I, oh, go ahead, Matt. Oh, my thing was that my memory is also very bad. But yeah, that's I feel true. like we, I feel like we met before that. 
my memory is also very bad. So I'm glad I remember at least one time with both of you. Here's the thing. Least, I, I very minutes. much remember the Barclays Center. I don't remember Sierra because that never happened. That's as really far true. As you know, yeah. As far it as never you happened. Know. Uh, as far as we know. I don't, you never know. Miles, I think I did see you from afar at the Chicago All-Star at the three-point contest. And I was like, well, I recognize him. So. Well, that's also because you. You, you guys are both tall. Yeah. That's so, true. That people can see you. Most people, you probably walked past me and you didn't know. Yeah. Paul <laughs> recognizes tall. I'm I'm very happy exactly. At, exactly. At, at W media events when I recognize another tall person there. And there are so many like former hoopers too. So yeah. I, I just try to pass like I'm one of them, even though you know I peaked in high school. When I hit my oh, girls' birth though. It's over for you, hoes. Many well, people are saying it. Many and we'll see you all it. the time. Yeah, we'll recognize you all the time. You'll, ha you'll have no choice. We will absolutely be forced to see you. Well, thank you guys for coming on the pod and keeping me company today. All the moms were out of office, so it's just going to be us. We're going to talk a lot about the WNBA and a little bit about the NBA. Before we get into it, um, housekeeping, um, new pod day launch much. As you guys, if you guys are listening to this on Tuesdays, because we are recording on Mondays now. We're not recording on Wednesdays anymore because I go into the office. That's to true. brag. Brag brag i have a job um but we're gonna start recording mondays now and releasing tuesdays so it's actually good because there's no WNBA games mondays which you know the season's not even gonna go on that much longer and then it's not gonna matter because there will be nba games on mondays True. but for a little bit longer it will make sense uh Wait, also everybody everybody should be saying congrats sierra on her new job by the way if we haven't done that yes, if you're listening absolutely. to this podcast Thank you. if you're listening to this podcast right now and you hear this you should say out loud congrats sierra she will hear it i will hear it yeah it'll tickle my and ears yeah. congrats to you too matt because i yeah. have not spoken to you since you started a new job as well so congrats matt yeah. thanks friends yeah matt, i don't think we i think this is the first time we've chit chatted since we both got new jobs jobs so i love us. making money yeah i love making money i love a paycheck i love not being on unemployment continue Oh, I was never even, I can't even get into the unemployment. Unemployment was <laughs> is my enemy. The Illinois Department of Unemployment and I are beefing on site forever. Uh, other housekeeping is the normal stuff. Follow us on the, all the channels. Oh, follow us on TikTok. Please keep following us on TikTok at Flagrant Mag. It's really good content, folks. So just do it. Uh, subscribe to our Patreon. Subscribe to our newsletter. Do all that good stuff. You guys already know. So let's go ahead and get right into our letters. The first one reads, Dear Babby, I'm getting a little nervy because the other super team in the league is looking particularly super right now, especially because they have an absolute super freak on their team who seems to be unstoppable a lot of the time. How scared do I need to be? Any chance this was just a fluke? <laughs> Signed, High Roller. Miles, mm -hmm. I assume you are going to a lot of Liberty games in person? Liberty, you heard of them, Miles? Yeah, ever yeah. heard of them? Once or twice, once or twice. They're um, yeah, brand new team here in Brooklyn the last couple of years. Um, but they look a lot different <laughs> this year than they've looked the first few. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. That. So I said this before we started recording, but I could not watch the Stewie Supernova game because I was not near a television. Um, what was that like? Anyone? Gosh, 
it was it was something. I mean, this is the third time we've seen a forty point game from Stu, and I think we're all three against the fever. All three might have been against the fever. Um, so she's really taken it to them, but <laughs> it's it's the way in which she scores that makes it so unique because it's those like those turnaround fadeaways or it's cuts where she is it looks like to me i'm terrified every time i see stewie cut into the lane because everybody collapses and somehow she just catches it in traffic and then is able to take off and not fall on like not roll her ankle on half a dozen people um every single time so it's that it's her shooting transition threes after getting blocks on one end it wasn't yeah it wasn't just the 42 points it was six rebounds six assists three steals three blocks she was all over the place and for this to come in response to Asia going off the game before for like a 40 and 10 piece, it just, the, the two of them going back and forth is just so much fun. Yeah. Those two, it's like all time. I think Jordan Robinson wrote a piece about it recently, how we're kind of watching like these two insane players. They've kind of always been in their primes, but they're like in their extra prime right now. They're mega primes. And it's just like, okay cool and on the top yeah, two teams the top two records at the same yeah. time going back yep. and forth that's yep. also one of my favorite things sierra as you're like well they've always been in their primes because like <laughs> they literally always have <laughs> yep. it took them yeah it took them literally 15 minutes each to figure out how to be the best player in the world yeah my my favorite running gag now is across the timeline is doing all the like this unprecedented stat just happened and it's the first time since candace parker did it and like to the point where they like changed their name to candace parker's timeline and just <laughs> everything that we're seeing it feels like there's no way this has ever happened at the w before and mostly that's true except candace did it and that yeah. makes sense to me <laughs> yeah it's like this has never happened before except for that one time oh it was candace parker by the way yeah yeah um, also during the Stewie game, I'd like to give a quick shout out to my favorite player of all time, Courtney Vandersloot, for the absolute delicious four points, two rebound, 14 assist stat line. Yeah, she'll do that. That is nasty. She, uh, she, I spoke to her and Sabrina earlier today on the Commissioner's Cup of Ale, and mm -hmm. Sloot became the Liberty's single season assist record holder. And she had no idea and gave her a really good answer about it. And then I asked Sabrina how she felt because Sabrina had that record, made that record last year. And yeah. Courtney just took it from her. So the two of them in a backcourt together on paper made a lot of sense. And somehow it's even better watching it in person because it's just video game numbers. The I had tweeted this last night too, where Liberty PR put out a stat that the Liberty starting five has the greatest offensive rating of all time, not just in the W, but it's a point better than that Golden State Warriors team, that 73 and nine Warriors team. So they're playing some some good basketball together. It's been yeah, fun. That's yeah. what I was going to say, especially over the last couple of games, it really feels like John Quell is like back. Mm -hmm. And yeah. that means a whole lot. And also, Benaja's found her way. And it's like, oh, okay. We got we got okay. something. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, it's I know. Well, like I was... they said it would, right? Like they they yeah. said at the beginning of the season, it'll take us a little, it'll take us a minute, and then we'll be good. And then shameless plug, just a couple of hours ago, I had a piece come out about John Quell Jones and about 
just kind of how she's turned around. Um, and my favorite part of it was she was really kind of vulnerable in in one of the the times I spoke to her about like she was keeping a brave face early this season, and she said I was telling the media all the things, and I believed it myself. I believed I'd be fine. I believed you know it would come along, but she said new team, new city, new everything just new roster construction now looking back on it like maybe i wasn't as okay as it sounds like she was kind of fooling herself a little bit and, and trying to trust the yeah. process and she was but now that she's on the other too. side yep coming off injury yeah. so now that yeah. she's on the other I side remember... you, know, you could look back and be like oh i was not as good as i thought i was at the time i was at i think it was the first mystics home opener when they played the liberty and it and the liberty were oh, yeah. a mess like a total mess and like we watch enough super teams in basketball now to know that like don't judge a super team based on the first couple of games this is what happens sometimes but like they looked so bad i was like uh oh brother well, yeah <laughs> and... you think back though you think back to preseason and it was like stewie practiced for the first time before like they played the aces in the last preseason game uh because she was overseas and then Sloot had a yeah. concussion I think she, oh, yeah. no, no one ever quite admitted to it. So this is going to be some reckless speculation on my part. I think that Sabrina elbowed her. I have no, just based <laughs> on the eyes they gave each other with a couple of times I've heard them talk about it. I think Sabrina was involved somehow um, in Sloot's concussion, um, but she missed the entire preseason. And then JJ for the first you know month was working back from that, from that foot injury and working her conditioning back, which I think was even more important than the foot injury because that was a lot of it was just her getting up and down. And we saw that in that Washington game. That's what I remember. There was like a play in the yep. back point that she just didn't go after. And it was like, oh, she's just she's just not herself right now. Yeah. So, yeah, they've come a long way. Yeah, I was worried for a bit that they it just like for whatever reason, the fit wasn't going to be quite right. And John Quell wasn't going to be like truly unlocked. And I like her. So I was like, I really hope. I really hope they figure it out. And it seems like they have. And I'm wondering, like, the Aces have just looked so nasty all season. And it, But it's like, are do we think they're feeling it? Feeling a little bit more pressure now? I have to imagine they're feeling, like, more pressure. Not that they – I'm sure they didn't assume they were going to, you know, That game was uh, – that the also, finals, their head-to-head but... was ugh. Ugh, ugh, yeah, ugh, 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 ugh. Like, I don't think you just, like, forget about that one. It was so bad. But, like, yeah. is it's so weird. And I think this is just some of the, the super team stuff. But, like, how have we had team fatigue within a 30-game stretch in a season where it was, like, a foregone conclusion that the Aces were the best team ever to exist? Like, they needed something like this. Not a two-point loss. They needed... Uh, and, they got and, rocked. And, yeah, and then they've won their last three games since then by twenty plus. So it's like they 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 might have needed that little kick, and the Liberty needed to defend home court too. Like it was big for both. I think the best thing that's happened to the Liberty in the second half was was Dallas coming through the first game after the break and like basically doubling them up on the boards because that's what kind of woke JJ up. She's been just a complete beast since then. Um, so for for these teams where when you are coasting a little bit, I think it's good to get knocked around once or twice just to be like, okay, yeah, just a reminder, we we can be beat. We are we are human. Um, and all of these rosters are just so, so talented that any given night, yeah. Jewel Loy could go for 40. You know, Ka yeah. could get you 30 and 10. Like it's it's ridiculous. So um yeah, this is it's it's good for them, I think. 
God, I had forgotten the score of that game. 99 to 61 is really nasty. Yeah. It was, it was a lot. That's the, like heart stopping. <laughs> the number I don't think I'll forget was 50 to 17 was the second half of that game. Well, just it became a point where Sabrina, whenever she the ball, whenever the ball was within ten feet of her, she was already in a shooting motion, and I was like, "Yeah, it's it's over." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, when she goes on those so heaters, good. it's just so much fun. It's just because yeah. it's such high arc too, so you have like an extra an extra beat to be like, "No, there's no way," and then it just drops through. It just swishes through, um, and Barclays was loud. That was the the largest crowd ever at park i know they've only been there this is just the they moved right before or right as the pandemic hit so like 21 22 23 just the third season but this is a bigger crowd than the chicago playoff game last year so the energy is really coming up and to come through and then have that performance a lot of people are going to be back so that's that's huge for just the growth of the franchise too yeah, it was really, it was, it was cool. I also couldn't, I, I feel that I am away from a television for basically every good game this season. And then I'll turn on a game. I'll like tune in to watch the sky and it's like, you know, they're down 14 points and I'm like, all right, is life even worth living? But whatever. That's such a but, fun team though. Such good vibes. Yeah, that that might be the I all vibes them. team. Them and the It dream, is. I was at right? the game when they played the Mercury um, and Wintrust was just like, booing sophie cunningham straight back to hell and it was it was awesome <laughs> it was so yeah. good it was so yeah fun. all the player comments after that were so good too yeah courtney williams should have been in a sky jersey her entire career she was born to play in chicago i think i don't know what happened but this is the this is a brand new courtney williams and and i on the court off the court yeah. she's still absolutely the same player but on the court yeah. the, the the shot profile but also the assist she's top five in assists and she's i think top five in three-point percentage too it's just incredible what we're seeing from courtney williams and and i love it because yeah there's there's nobody better to just be a vibes ambassador than than court i feel like courtney williams is on my short list of always just like take two steps back just take two steps back and she <laughs> is glad. she is now yeah, right I'm so, I'm, and i'm so glad it's working yeah that was the one yeah. thing that the team kept from the james wade tenure was courtney williams take two steps back because she said that yep. early right she said that early in the year and she's doing it yeah it's been great it's it's also really fun because i feel like she really i don't know how many if you guys have been to like regular season games at win trust or like a regular game at win trust but the the fans really have embraced the Courtney Williams like the kind of like you know little shit talky stuff that she does is just it's very Wintrust it's very Chicago Sky fan and we love her so every now and then I will FaceTime my good friend Danny Barlavi when they're at games yes. there and I'll get I'll get the uh, <laughs> the vibe report that way but yeah. I've only been there for that for that All Star game last year so yeah. I got to make a trip out. Yeah, it's it's really fun. Um, I was I've been to a bunch of Sky Games, not as many this year, but you know I was there for the entire playoffs when we did our championship run, and it was just it's it's good vibes down at Wintrust. It's like a billion miles out of the city, and it's still really really good vibes. So highly recommend it. But um, I think we answered that question. How scared people should probably be scared of Liberty, if I had to guess. I for one decide- am scared. 
I hope yeah, so, if they right? Decide like, they want to be the best teams. team. If they decide to be the best team, they're the best team. I think that's kind of how it's going to be for them and the Aces, probably. But what the t- one of the teams we mentioned as we were answering that question is the Dallas Wings. And so that's going to take us to our next question, our next letter, which reads Dear Babby, me and my squad are the only ballers who have taken down each of the Sun, Liberty, and Aces this year. Do we have what it takes to make it in this crazy world, or should we just give up on our dream? So there's only one team in the league that has beaten all three of the top three. Sun, Sun are top three, right? They're the third mm-hmm. of the top three. Uh, there's only one team that's beaten all of them, and that is the Dallas Wings, who are kind of sick and really fun. Matt's unless eyes they just play, really wide. Unless they play your Chicago Sky. Yeah, unless they play the Sky for some reason, in which case it is Sky Town forever. My um, my eyes got really wide because I feel like the last two or three years, my assessment of the wings were like, well, that was weird. And then the next season happens, yeah. and I was like, that was also weird. And then yep. their off season will happen, and they won't change at all. And I'll be like, that's weird. And like, I don't yeah. really have... I didn't really have a, like a big take about them. I was like, they're just really oddly put together, and they didn't have any yeah. direction. Like, like, are y'all trying to be good? Are you trying to be bad? Like, I don't really. Yeah, get even what's after the here. draft, we I remember we were like, okay, weird. Well, well but they you, did you definitely they did, did that. They did try to change the roster this off season, and and this what happens? Season, yes. Yeah, what happens every couple of years in Dallas is a player will ask to leave and that's when they're required to to change the makeup a little bit but it's also as we talk about the liberty and the aces who are just like setting records for for three-point efficiency you have the wings who are like what if we just put a bunch of big bodies out there and just try to dominate the paint which is a very interesting i'm surprised bill lambier didn't come out of retirement but his name is literally I was literally going to say, once they made the move for Tierra McCowan, I was like, this smells Lambiri. Um, and it's it's worked. And I, I love yeah. Satu so much, too. I was waiting for so long for the Satu breakout to really happen. And now that it has, it just feels very, I feel like it feels really rewarding, right? Like, watching her in college, we all knew it was coming eventually, it was coming eventually, it's coming eventually. And now watching both her and Sabrina tear it up at the same time, it's like, yeah, there was a real question of which one of those two should go number one at the time, even though it kind of didn't feel like it just because Sabrina had the popularity. Now you can really ask that question. Satu rules. Yeah, and so does Sabrina, right? They they could so end up on all W teams deservedly this year. Um, and and Satu had started a little bit earlier overseas. She was on that that Fenner Super Team yep. and looking really good. And in the back of my head, I'm like, is it because everyone else is out there and like? you're you're out there with stewie you're out there with Sloot. you're out there you know like there are all those pieces around you um so someone's got to be marked at all times someone's got to be open um and so much of the talk has been yeah is she just getting healthy but where i've been most impressed with her is defense because they have her guarding guards out there and it's Mm -hmm. because they've got tiara and tosh and then they cycle in kalani like you can't have satu in the post but like, wh- whenever the Liberty play them, she and Sabrina are matching up, and that's just like silly to me, just optically. So yeah. I- I'm really impressed that they could just kind of throw her out there and be like, "Keep that person in front of you," and she's doing it, which is absurd for somebody her size and 
just just all of it but i guess yeah it's part of this this dallas model like if it's going to work it's going to work because players are are kind of not in position but giving you their all and and making it work yeah my favorite teams like my favorite roster makeups are always what if we just did a bunch of really big guys guys gender neutral in this case what if we just put our always, biggest always. our biggest girls out here and just let them hoop because that's what it's all about that's really what yeah. it's all about to me and then you pair them with Arike and crystal dangerfield and then the size disparity is even larger and i love that yeah. even more i do love that kind of stuff that's that's one of the reasons i like salute so much is she's just so i I have a picture with courtney vandersley where she's like standing at my shoulder and she it's visually so funny i'm like you we get it you're tall sorry <laughs> sorry we already established that me and miles are tall and matt mm -hmm, brings the mm -hmm. vibes and matt's gonna and, hit his gross and some you thank you thank you yeah and it'll happen. i've been eating i've been eating more i think it's gonna happen yeah hell yeah rooting for you popeye's popeye style um but the wings are interesting because it's like on paper i mean maybe not even on not on paper but like generally you don't think of them as like they're not one of the they're not one of the super teams they're not even like in that second kind of level of super team of like the sun or what we thought the mystics were going to be before the mystics got weird um r.i.p the mystics uh what could have been r.i.p but... literally all of their ankles why is it always yeah, their ankles mm-hmm i wanted the mystics to be so mm -hmm. good because i love elena deladon and i love tasha cloud forever um they're just pacing themselves and... they'll all get healthy yeah for for a big playoff run and then terrify so. like a seven seed or something like that. I'd love that. Yeah, the, them being I a seven seed is would be hilarious. Yeah, that would be hilarious. It would be good. I but I feel like the wings are kind of that team where I'm like, if I'm any team, I don't really want to face them in the playoffs. More than more than like probably any other team, unless the Mystics get like very healthy. I, stylistically they have to be the most different right like that's just a yeah. weird you plan you plan for that matchup and then you if you hopefully win it you throw everything out the window and you're like okay let's forget about that everybody else plays different mm -hmm. but we've also mm -hmm. seen like the extremes of the wings where the aces were struggling to rebound until they played the wings a few days ago and then just kind of took it to them or when they beat the Liberty out of the break, it was just double. They were grabbing double the boards, like I said. So like, yeah, that's it's what version of them are we going to get? And I think part of the reason to have so many big players is because their roster is largely comprised of really talented but inefficient shooters. So you need mm -hmm. people that can go in there and just grab the rebounds and get you extra shots. And they're leading the league in offensive boards. They're leading the league in second chance points. So they do get after it. Um, yeah. But you know, how sustainable is that if, you know, you do have a couple of people shooting seven for 20 out there? God, but isn't it fun? I love when a player will just jack up shots it's, <laughs> when they're not on my team, to be clear. I was going to say, I'm if I was saying. building a team around Matt Ellentuck, personally, I would go by the strategy as well. Put as many big people down <laughs> there as possible so I can get my 30 shots up. So that you yeah. would want the two of us on your team, basically. Yeah. I, I think we'd make a good We'd make a good trio, I'm just saying. As long as you guys are cool with almost never shooting, because then I shoot. Just all yeah, I'm not a very good shooter. 
I'll put so, back. That's great. That's great. All defense, no offense. That's me. We'd make a great duo, Matt. We could do it. Hell yeah. I can't shoot worth anything. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm a little scared of the wings. I think I don't know if it's like I agree. I think the inconsistency is such that I don't know that we're gonna see like you know wings in the finals. But also like the year the Sky won the finals, I didn't think I don't think anybody was like yeah Sky Sky are winning the championship this year. So like who knows? Anything could happen. We're done with the one and done. So actually yeah. the one and done maybe would have favored the wings in this case, but. Who's to say? Anything could happen in the WNBA. That's kind of the beauty of it. That, R.I.P. to the one and done. <laughs> that I mean, yeah, we fought so hard to get these these three game series. Now we're like R.I.P. one and done. We want them back. Yeah, now. I uh, I had no. a good time with them. They yeah, were, they were fun, except for the time that already. the Aces knocked <laughs> the Sky out of the playoffs, and that was on the Hamby Heave, and that was the worst day of my life. So. Hmm. Yeah, well, I was going to say that, that that Sky Championship team is what the Mystics could be, right? Because this guy yeah. had all those expectations, and then they had injuries, and then they got healthy at the right time, and everybody else had these tired legs, and they're like, no, we're good. We've been we've been chilling the last couple of months, yeah. and, they, and they ran we've through everybody. Chilling. Yeah. So, so we'll see. We'll get see. There. So, yeah. So I it, it could be fun. The Wings could do it. Who's to say? I'm not going to count them out, but I'm not going to count them in. I'm just not going to count. I don't really count very often, so just something to think about. But it does bring up a, bring up a good point, which is this is the month of the playoffs start. Yes? Is it? August? Oh. I think it is. Uh, I think like so is it next September. Month? So, but like, I think it's it, September, we're, yeah. We're within WNBA a month. NBA schedule. I think the I last regular season I game was, was like the 10th. Well, because it's always like, you know, it's different based on, is it an Olympic year? Is it whatever? And I'm always like, yeah. I don't know. I thought I was looking it up, but maybe I'm just... But I'm pretty sure September. Yeah, last year we ended super early for that FIBA tournament. So FIBA, yeah. yep. And then next okay, year we'll have yeah. that like month break in the middle for the Olympics. Every year it's something different. Yeah. You know it's what? It's all change up. I googled it recently and it gave me a September date and I wonder if I if Google was giving me like an old web page. Like remember I think oh, you used to be able to like yeah, Google WMBA something and it would bring up a web page that still listed like Detroit. You would Google <laughs> WMBA and it was like, did you mean NBA? Yeah. And you're like Yeah. No. It was like, hang on. The comets? And I'm like, yeah, that's <laughs> Might as well. Anyway, we're we're getting close to playoff time. Um, and that means we are getting close to regular season awards time. So this next letter reads, Dear Babby, I forgot to study for the NBA award, WNBA awards test. Who should I vote for? Signed, maybe a media member. So what are what are our what are our awards? We've got MVP. We do we do most improved in the WNBA? Heard of it. Okay. Most improved DPOY. Sixth woman. Sixth woman. Uh, then like the all defense and all W team. Okay. Is that it? Coach okay. of the year. Oh, Rookie of the year. Coach of the year. Executive of the year. That's an interesting one. Executive of the year. I think, I don't think media votes on exec. Probably not. But that one yeah. feels like the only one I feel confident in. So I wish we could. Who are you thinking? I feel like Jonathan Cole locked that up before the season started. I, I think he did okay with yeah. this roster construction. 
Although, yeah, yeah the aces keeping Getting their old. core together was pretty good too. At yeah, a discount. That's true. true. That's true. Um, I'm interested in coach of the year. What are we thinking? I... Alright, well, I guess it's here's the thing. It depends on how the season finishes. But it finishes they don't lose more than like two more times. I don't know how you don't give it to Becky Hammond, but that's, true. that's just sort of how my brain has been. So is there I know that like it's a big thing for MVP that nobody wins back to back because of voter fatigue. Is the same thing true for coaches? Like do we do we have a oh, history of of coach or or it might be that thing where they're like they were already so good last year how could they be even better this year yeah but i i think they're way better this year and the thing that's been more the thing that's been most impressive is that they added candace but they really didn't (laughs) so like Mm -hmm. they've taken the same core and just gotten even better (laughs) yeah for sure i I wouldn't have a problem with becky winning twice in a row should I mean, that means the Aces have to finish in first place. They have to continue this pace for the next however many games are left. It's going to be Um, tough to push them for awards if they finish tying or exceeding that common 900 win percentage. Like, if they go 36 and 4 or 37 and 3, like, everyone's kind of playing for second place with a lot of this stuff because it's just unprecedented. Correct. Matt, do you remember the over-under of what their wins for the season was? Was it like, I think they were only set uh, It was like, very high. It was, it was like, like 30 10, and a half or something. 30, right? or 30, yeah, 30 yeah, or 31 and a half. And a half. God, I think it was 31 and a half. I should have taken it. We knew, too, at the time. We were like, they're not losing 10 games. The, the yeah. Sun, I remember, were at 20 and a half. And I remember that being a very, very low That's number. hilarious. God, we should Which all, they already I'm passed. not in- <laughs> yeah, I'm not encouraging gambling, but we should all be abusing the fact that sports books don't know how to set odds for the WNBA, by the way. Yeah, and then or... they all copy each other's papers because yeah. one person's like, yeah, <laughs> I'm awesome. confident, and everyone else is like, yep, that's, that sounds good to me. Yeah. Hundo P. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I think the Liberty and the Aces were both set at like 30 and a half wins, and we were like, they're not going to lose 10 games. Who's going to beat them? 10 times <laughs> i i do remember Nobody looking knows. at those at those lines all, all those totals before the season started and thinking like okay if we assume these two teams are going to win 30 plus then like almost everyone else is going to be under because the 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 median can only be so high that two-thirds of the league are going to have to come in under 500 and i think right now we have four teams over 500 so that's that's kind of yeah. tracking that way yeah, it's it's yeah, that, the standing, that middle of the pack standings are is, hideous. That middle of the pack is as ugly as I thought it would be. Yeah. Which is so much fun. Like there it's, oh, it's totally. yeah, we have like ten, nine and a half teams of parody and then two teams that are just at the top just chilling right now. And then we have like sorry, the storm and the Mercury. Storm have been hot though. Storm have won That's like true. That's five true. of seven or something and that's yeah, the thing with the freaking WNBA is like <laughs> yeah. the storm were terrible and now they're good. And then the links were like really terrible. And then they were like, wait a second, maybe we could be good. What, again. what if we could put the ball in the Hang hoop? On. So yeah, this is literally. three or four years in a row that the links have lost like their first four or five games. So weird. And normally it's because they don't sign a point guard out of camp. And then they're like, oh yeah, now let's bring in 
play or let's like play Crystal Dangerfield more. Let's let's change up the roster. Uh, they brought in Mojeff last year. This year they kind of kept it all internal, but they turned it around. They're like, oh wait, Fee is a top five Hooper in the world, and yeah. we just need to put the ball in her hands, and that solved yeah. so many problems for them. God, sure has. Indiana is like so fun, and Aaliyah Boston's so good, and they're eight and twenty-three. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, they had what six wins last year? They're on the up. Yeah, no, I I I'm all in on basically every team in the league. Yeah, yeah, I was I was talking to somebody I don't even remember who I talked W to whoever listened, but like yeah. about the fact that like there's not a team that on in this league that is not fun to watch. Like all twelve yeah. teams are just good vibes, and that has not been true every year. And yeah. sorry, Fever, but it was you. We're talking about you. <laughs> yeah, but now, right? But now, they're, but now they're good. Yeah. And with Melissa back too, that that Melissa, uh, Aaliyah, high low, and and just the yeah, just when when Kelsey goes off and Erica Wheeler, I some people don't like that fit. I do. I mean, she might be the only entry passer on that team, I guess, besides Grace Berger. But like, yeah, I I, I kind of her crossovers are going to be fun regardless of where she's playing at. So, yeah. yeah, I like that team. Yeah, basically every team. And it's funny because last week we had Katie, Katie Heindel on the pod, and I think we were talking about legend. how, like, legend, Ugh, best writer legend. of my life. But we were talking about how there's so many teams or there's going to be so many teams in the NBA this year with just, like, the most bizarre vibes because of like either player combinations or player coach combinations we'll get into it a little bit in the next question but like everything is going to be very weird in the nba and it's going to be like the polar opposite of the WNBA, which has just been like premier fun to watch this season yeah it's true like there's no teams where i'm like mm, nah i don't want to really want to watch that well I'm, that's I'm, why it's just fun that's why like i love you saying that the sky fans have embraced this roster and embrace Courtney and stuff because like mm -hmm. Seattle has done that too, where y'all both had yeah. like really, really good runs for a, for a while. And now it's time for a little reset and the fans are like, yeah, we understand that this is, I, we can also say that like the average women's sports fan also understands more about basketball and how sports work than the average men's sports fan who are just like yep. win and just why are you not winning? So I think that there's yeah. some more patience in that regard and there's some more player loyalty and stuff to and franchise loyalty and all that. But like to to see the numbers still stay up attendance wise and, and stuff is just pretty dope because yeah, these, these games are fun. These yeah. games are fun. And there's always exactly. a superstar coming to visit. So, because every team's got one. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's there there's like a. Go ahead, Matt. I was just going to say, there's also so many coming in the next two drafts. Yeah. <laughs> like, this yeah, is just going to continue. Gonna be so sick. Give us another team or two, Kathy. Give us two more teams, please. No. She should, be, she should really, really want that to happen, right? For, just for the chaos of the expansion draft, too. I won't let myself think about that too deeply because it would break me. I, I have been saying it forever. I, we're at the tail end, right? There's like 18 months, I think, that need to happen between when new teams are declared into the league before they can actually join. It needs to line up with that 2025 draft class. It just needs to. That would be such a yeah. huge miss. But now I'm going on a tangent. But it's just something I've thought about for a while. 
Yeah. And this is also our last year of, of COVID waivers, right? Like we're going to know 25 and on who is actually yeah. coming out. They can't but 25, like 25 is the one 25 is the draft. Can't probably. 24 be some of those players? 24. Yeah, be, I just, but I yeah. have, this is not me saying anything definitively, but I have a hard time seeing hardly like any of them leaving next year. I really feel like 25 is the one. Uh, as an unbiased Liberty reporter and local, I do know that in the Michaela trade that the Liberty got the Phoenix first round pick for 2025, um, which might God, end up being in that line. Good. <laughs> Good for you because yep. the Chicago Sky sure did give up all of their draft picks for Marina Mabry. Yep. That is. They that had is a decision to make and they made it. They made decisions. For sure. And yeah, and now and now there's only one. Oh no, wait! Now there are no coach slash GMs left, right? Was James the last one? And he in might like all history professional sports. One. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. No, it's good. It'll be fine. Two years from now, you guys go ahead and do a wellness check on me. <sighs> But that's that was good. That was good WNBA talk. We needed to get some good like shop talk in for the WNBA. Oh, did uh, we actually? But... Did we actually hand oh, out we didn't any even of those do... awards? No, we didn't. I think we did. Um, that's no. so true. Uh, MVP is gonna be nine different players. But also... uh, I think it's I think it's got to be one of three, but really yeah. two. That's yeah. that's where as... I am too, especially as Connecticut comes down to earth a little bit. And that's yeah. nothing against AT, and and I don't like to do the the NBA W crossover comps too much, but it reminds me of that Russell Westbrook season where he won MVP, averaging a triple double, um, mm. but the efficiency numbers weren't necessarily there. But it was just like this is so unprecedented that he forced the conversation, and I think that yeah. in a lot of years, what AT is doing would do that, but this year with the top two players also being on the top two teams head and shoulders above oops sorry shoulders is unfortunate wording there but oh. like above the rest <laughs> of the team, uh it's just a tough year for that yeah it is it's a tough year to have like a career year basically if you know in terms of mvp voting uh defensive player of the year that's Thoughts. where that's where that AT one. I was about have, to say that one yeah. could finally be at. Although Asia be. also, it's just that's and, true. And Stewie could be. She's easily first team all defense. Also, like these three players oh, yeah. are just just so dominant in all facets of the game. It's not just score you know forty points on a given night and then just rest and and let everyone else do the work on the other end. So, yeah, I, I think like we're going to be having this debate until the season wraps up because, and it's the same players. It's the same players that we keep talking yeah. about, but they've been, they're just so good at basketball. Yeah. Sure. are. So good. So Strong good. analysis. Um, <laughs> yeah. So good at basketball. Uh, what do we got? Most improved. Okay. So we talked saw two, right? Uh, uh, it could yeah. be saw two. I need to turn a light on. It's getting dark in here. <laughs> the the talk we've had mostly this week has been Satu and Jordan Canada making a push. 
And I just love yeah. that for Jordan, especially because I feel like she came into this season with such a chip on her shoulder uh, because it seemed like she signed a team friendly. She's ended up signing like a training camp deal, super team friendly. And it seemed like I, I have again, I'm just going to keep you guys have lured me in with the just the chill vibes in here that I'm going to keep speculating on stuff. But it Hell seemed yeah. it seemed like she was kind of like promised a starting job that it did not feel like she had. It feels like she had to fight to make that roster in camp. And she went to AU and she balled out and she found this confidence. And the way that she's been playing, she's also just a tremendous defender. But her confidence shooting the three ball, this is what she would have never left Seattle if she had been doing this, like if she had been doing this when she was Sue's backup, they never would have let her go. So yeah, I love seeing what we've seen from Jordan. Yeah. Miles, if there's one thing this podcast likes, it's baseless speculation. Yes. <laughs> Hell yeah. Say stuff. We j- literally just say whatever you want. And we have said insane things on this podcast, more insane than, Jordan Canada wouldn't have left Seattle. That's well. It was more that it was. It was more about the she yeah. thought. I thought she might have been promised a job uh, if he wasn't promised that. Yeah, 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 that yeah. Was, well, but... there's so much talk of her being the Sioux replacement. I mean, that happened since she like the day she was drafted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I totally get that. That'd be yeah. fun. Um, and then we have six women, aka this should have been Re- Rebecca Gardner's award, if the universe wasn't so cruel. So this is always, I don't know if there's an actual requirement, but like if Candace is out for the rest of the regular season and I guess they're staggering Kia and Alicia enough that maybe they're mm-hmm. both eligible, but Alicia's yeah, been really, really good. I was going to, yeah, I never know what the cutoff really is. I feel like for the WNBA, it's often like, I don't know. <laughs> kind of, whatever you want. Vote, vote and find out. It's I think the NBA is like that too. Year. Yeah, I think so. It's been such an injury heavy year in the W two that it's like a lot of people who probably could have been up for this award are just like find them finding themselves in starter positions now. Yeah, or there are players also like Dijonay didn't get minutes at the beginning of the season and has now been. I was going to say there was incredible. a whole Twitter campaign to get her minutes. Yeah. <laughs> And and now she's in the like conversation for sixth woman of the year, and that's only going to make some of the Twitter noise louder and, and feeling vindicated in in their in their campaigning. Um, yep, a little bit of bias on my part. Kayla Thornton has been tremendous, especially early in the year when the Liberty needed some toughness. Um, yeah, KT won them a game. Was it? That was the Mystics game where where she got two stops at the basket on. Maybe Tiana Hawkins and Maisha Hines out. A couple of their like their bigs and KT stayed in mm-hmm. there. Oh, EDD. She she stopped an EDD shot and then oh, yes. like a, a Maisha shot or something like that right after. Um, so she's been really, really good. And yeah, I can I can use this platform to just talk up all the Liberty players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Say kind of what this is all about. Say stuff. That's kind of the unofficial motto of this podcast. So those are those are some those are some names we've thrown out for these awards. Feel free to copy those down, media member who wrote in. But otherwise, we are going to move on to our last question, which reads, Dear Babby, 
I filed numerous complaints at my workplace that went unheard. So in a moment of desperation, I had a public outburst in which I declared my intentions to not go back to that toxic environment. Some people are saying I maybe did not handle this well and also that I have a history of giving up. What do you think? Could I have done something differently? Signed, Dames Jarden. So the best video ever surfaced recently in which now how did I get how did I get where I had okay here we go in which James Harden is in China and so in front of a bunch of uh, like a group of just Chinese children there to I assume be at James Harden summer camp he says Daryl Morey is a liar and I will never be part of an organization that he is a part of let me say that again Daryl Morey is a liar and I will never be part of an organization that he is a part of which is so funny. And those kids are like, okay. It needs to be said that he is the Michael Jordan of quitting. I have never seen anybody quit at the level James Harden has. And there's so much respect I have for him. He is, he is one of a kind. And not every superstar can say that. This is the, yeah, this is the quiet quitting that all of these employers were worried about, except he's doing it in the loudest way possible. Yeah. So he, all, he exclusively does it in the loudest way possible, <laughs> which is iconic. I, yeah, this is, I also kind of think back to like Daniel Day Lewis got to a point where he was just like, I cannot put my body through like, all of the horrors that I have to do every time I need to make like a huge point and I can't do, I can't like take on a new personality and do all of this like really ridiculous stuff to where James Harden is just like, you know what? I'm just going to say things uh, because yeah, that's the leverage I have is I will just stop trying. And what I do, the nuance to it though, is that China already hates Daryl Morey. Um, oh that was back a few years so there's that too uh but in defense of james harden um who doesn't often play much defense uh (laughs) it sounds like he thought that or or everything lines up with he was kind of promised some money when he when he did take a team-friendly deal and what the sixers have done this offseason has not been really inspiring and to see that money that you (laughs) thought was promised to you just kind of like arbitrarily handed out uh in ways that do not make the team better i can understand being a little bit salty but no yeah yeah but this being your only recourse is just so funny (laughs) yeah in defense of james harden daryl morey is a liar you know so you have to say it twice but it's just yeah yeah and and, you know (laughs) To further my point, he is a liar. So, I just, just the, like... other, the other thing is like, Daryl Morey was the leader of James Harden Stan Twitter. Like, that man yeah. was fully bought into James Harden. It did not, like, obsess. There was an obsession for even, <laughs> even Daryl Morey to be off the James Harden trade is tremendous. James Harden is ruthless. It does not matter. He he's just wild he will he will say it he will do it and i wish to one day have as much talent as him to be able to kind of just do what i want so that's my concern though is that the time moves so quickly that there is probably already a generation of people that doesn't know just how good 
James Harden so was good. at so his good. peak. Yeah. And I'm afraid yeah. of like him becoming blackballed or some kind of joke where like we kind of see what happened to like Dwight Howard these last couple of years, right? Where yeah. it's like mm-hmm. he became the butt of a joke so quickly or Ben Simmons who was super talented. And I'm afraid of that happening where it's just like, it's it's easy to make some of these jokes and then to miss some of the like nuanced points about, you know, just workplace respectability and stuff. Just because James Harden doesn't necessarily have the leverage that he did three years ago when he was a top three player in the league. Um, so like now he maybe thinks he should or believes he should and doesn't and instead could very quickly just like end up in a bunch of meme folders and people will forget that like he made the NBA change their rules every other year because he was breaking them yeah. so much. Yeah, it's it's kind of the same thing that's happening with like even Russell Westbrook or like mm-hmm. on a smaller scale like Blake Griffin. When's the last time you heard anything about Blake Griffin? Remember him? Yeah, yeah. Broad City episode. Freaking... I feel like I haven't seen him since then. Uh, yeah. Freaking Kemba Walker signed to go play in France, and I didn't even know until two weeks later. Kemba Walker was never as good as James Harden, but time moved on, and he is no longer in the NBA. And it's crazy. And obviously, he got hurt, but you know, it's crazy. But yeah, no, yeah. I do respect. I do respect loud quitting. Um, I yeah, do I love so it. good, love so good. Messy, just how messy the NBA offseason has been. Because yeah. that's the other thing. There, there has to be some level of truth to what James Harden is going through. Like, I don't think he's just aimlessly saying Daryl Morey is a liar. I'm sure. I'm sure that there were some lies to be had. It's just his track record of it is phenomenal. And oh yeah, here's the thing. Everything, everything. It depends on framing. I think you can say in the same sentence that he was one of the best scorers of all time and also one of the best quitters of all time. I think both can be true. Yeah. Yeah. I think both can be true. It's really, funny because yeah. everybody's kind of wrong, and that's what makes it good. Yeah, those are just, yeah. Yeah, because, yeah, like, the stake, it's not like everybody's wrong and a bunch of people are getting hurt. Like, the stakes are, is James Harden going to be on the that, Sixers? I don't really care. That is why I'm, like, laughing through it all because, again, this is hurting nobody. Can't believe Every- this is my life. Everybody's going to make so much money regardless of what happens. It's just, like, of course this happened. Like, of course this happened. Yeah. And like the Sixers Philly, end with James Harden. Are Philly sports fans going to wake up and be angry tomorrow? Yes. Like this is yes. not going to change anything at the end of the day. So let's here's the thing fun. about Sixers fans: they were waking up angry anyway. So like it's exactly. fine. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's like somehow both massively consequential while being completely meaningless, and that's that's just the thing is I, I don't know if this happened. I was yeah. going to say, I don't know if this happened with you guys, Sierra, you're also an hour behind Miles and I, but I woke up at like 7 o'clock this morning, rolled over, saw my phone, thought it was a fake tweet. I was like, there's <laughs> simply no way. It's far too early for this. And I, it was amazing. I was like, that was actually one of my first true tests of like, has AI gone too far? But knowing yeah. that it was real, shocking. And I, I feel like it takes a lot for me to be shocked about basketball anymore. But that was a shocking one. I've I've yeah, been fooled a whole awesome. bunch of times, but yeah, I, I haven't even gotten to the point where I assume that videos are faked and I probably need to get to that level. Oh, but I'm definitely at that level, yeah. I definitely and maybe it's just because I'm over thirty, but I just assume that I'm going to be got at by a bunch of these, you know, fake sports accounts and stuff and the Yeah. 
uh, the ball sack sports or whatever is out there and yeah, yeah. it's gonna respect. happen it's not yeah gotta respect the internet is not made for me anymore i'm not the target <laughs> audience oh yeah it's it's crazy out there but thank you to james harden for giving us just a delicious thank you james and probably scaring a bunch of children in china who were like oh, yeah they were like i really just wanted to learn how to like shoot a layup but thanks <laughs> yeah but thank you james um okay so we wow we did a lot of questions today so let's rip through our next couple of segments really quick we're gonna fire up the discourse tracker my only piece of discourse is we are aware of and monitoring a dangerous uptick in damian lillard, lillard chatter uh we will keep you guys updated further but just know that if you're talking about damian lillard we are watching you and we are reporting you straight to the fbi uh does anyone yeah. else do we have banned discourse that we would like to ban from either of you two it could be WNBA, nba anything like that this is just like stuff that it's like stop talking about this. yeah i think you can just add liz cambage talk to that sure yeah. it's been it's been a tough i'm week good i'm full that's actually good that's a really yeah, that's good, a good it was like it was funny for a sec as she like continued to publicly out herself as just like a liar but now i'm done we're all yeah done. now we'll She's be protecting her for... yeah we'll protect her from herself a little bit yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a good call. Uh, all right. Well, that means it's time for a little unsolicited advice. Uh, I'm gonna just gonna fire a couple off. I think we've done this one before. WNBA team accounts retire the word drip. A t-shirt and jeans and a pair of sneakers yeah. is not drip. I'm I sorry. Agree. I disagree. I, I as someone <laughs> whose closet is only t-shirt and jeans and basketball shorts, I disagree. That is, uh, that is drip it's just it's so funny because like they'll post like you know it'll be like a post of like asia wilson and sid colson and like wearing like the sickest fits and then like some not on the aces necessarily but like another team will post a player who's literally in like a white t-shirt and ripped skinny jeans and be like brought out the fire for the game today and i'm like <laughs> she didn't and that's okay yeah if i could wear I it think... it shouldn't be posted i'm sorry yeah. that's kind of that's <laughs> kind of exactly. there's my barometer there's a there's a point yeah. with like played out captions on posts that we just have to be more direct about it. Like, hey, this yeah. player that you like is wearing a fit that is cool, like this tweet, and I would respect it more at this point. Spare yeah. me from spare me from the bleacher report eye emojis. I'm good. Insert quippy comment here. Yeah, yeah literally. Exactly. And that's all you need to do. Um, and on a similar note, please give a raise to basically every W social media manager. Yes. Um, especially the Seattle Storm. And I got to find the tweet. The for because... the Valley? The Valley? Yeah, for Val... the Valley with the four yeah. L's. Yeah. Uh, Son of a yeah. bitch, that was good. Yeah, that was a good one. And also crazy. The WNBA yeah. social media managers will publish anything, and I love them for it. Shout every out, NBA yeah. game. Yeah. Shout out Connor yeah, every... in Chicago. Yeah. He's yes. Yes. He is great. He's uh, very good. Yeah. All season long. And even the losses when we lose, it's like, it's a good post. In the NBA, it's like, tough loss. Get him next time. Back at it tomorrow. Back at it. Yeah. And I'm like, final. <laughs> yeah. And then the sky lose and he's like, Sundays are overrated anyway. I'm like, yeah, actually they are. Um, 
Okay, another piece of unsolicited advice is to everybody in Vegas. I just checked on Vivid Seats and tickets to the Commissioner's Cup as of right now are going for as little as six macaroonies. So go ahead and get those puppies. That's crazy. Buy I'm that sure up. it'll go up. And um, But yeah, go if you can. Uh, and then my last piece of unsolicited advice is, of course, penis canter. Put a cork in it. Oh, that should have been my... yeah, you could... Penis freedom? Discourse. Yeah, penis freedom. Sorry. Uh, oh, oh, what if I put on a wig and went in the WNBA? Well, they do pick and rolls in the WNBA, too. So I don't know if that would really go so well for you. I do kind of want to yeah. see that. Just, just like, I know. I'm like, do it then. We need a show of just W Hoopers going to like a random ass park that a bunch yeah. of people who have just line up people that talk shit about W um, yeah. and like put Arike out there. And just let just us cook them one at a time. I was gonna say, put them in a blender, aka basic pick and pop. Um, yeah, yeah. Like, I was I... like, unfortunately, they play defense in the WNBA as well, Mister Freedom. So things won't work out there for you. Um, but that's it for me for unsolicited advice. Do either of you have any unsolicited advice? It could also be non-basketball related if you want. Sometimes our guests will just give like general life advice. You don't have. to. I think I have one. Advice. I have one. I think. Okay. Um watch bad movies okay i think that's that's my tip everybody should watch I like bad that. movies I like they're, that. they're bad and that's good okay um i'm into that. i won't i won't elaborate further and you don't have to yeah no yeah i had a i had a run where i thought that there was no such thing as a bad movie like i could sit for two hours and just watch anything and then I took a film class in college that taught me that that was not true. There are bad movies. Oh, there are there are a lot of bad movies. Yeah, but yeah, and yeah. we should watch them because they are movies too. They are movies wow. too, especially yeah. We're That's not really going to get we're not going to get any new movies for like the next year or whatever for as long as the strike yeah. goes on. So get used to the, time. the existing catalog. Yeah, good time to start watching bad movies. I like that. Yep. Wow, good time to start watching bad movies. I like that too. All right. Well, that oh, yeah. means if we're if we're done with our unsolicities, it means it's time to move on to everybody's second favorite game because it's time for Rose Thorn. But do 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 do. I'll kick us off. Um, my rose is that I spent the weekend at the lake, not thinking about basketball and the harm that it causes me. My thorn is every Chicago sky loss. Um, and lately there has been a lot. I think we're on a three-game losing streak. And my bud is that next week I'm going to California um, for a baby shower. And I'm very excited about that. Uh, Matt or Miles, do either of you have your rose thorn bud? Uh, I'll go next. Um, yeah. My rose is that this weekend uh, my fiance and I went up to see a friend of ours who have a four-year-old daughter. And we bought her. Oh, it was just yeah. her fourth birthday. And we bought her a bike for her birthday. Um, And being a city kid, I never learned how to ride a bike. So we figured we would learn how to ride together. Um, So that was very cute. And that was very fun. That was my rose. My thorn is that I'm not proficient in riding bikes after an hour of practice. uh, And I was terrified the entire time. I'm not (gasps) built for that. And I was then adding the additional fear of falling onto a four-year-old as I lost balance so that was my thorn that was not fun um my bud 
Uh, in a couple of weeks, I am going to my bachelor party where I am going to Let's Minneapolis go. uh, to, watch, to watch a Liberty game as a fan. I have not been a fan uh, since before I started covering the team. And Let's go. Yeah, bringing, you know, nine guys to a W game. Wow. And it's going to be an awesome time. And then it's the largest, or we hear, maybe every state says this, but Minnesota says they have the largest state fair in the country so oh they're gonna eat they so do. much fried food Ooh, uh, that's it's gonna be time. hard yeah it's gonna be hard to one-up the caitlin clark butter structure uh sculpture that iowa just put out there it definitely yeah. happened but i want to see it i want to see like a giant i don't know lindsey whalen butter sculpture or something out yeah. there maybe i can confirm to you minnesota is the biggest one i have many friends from minnesota and they wear that with pride so congratulations on that. That's so exciting. Oh, my God. I'm going to make sure Ashton listens to this because she's going to freak out when she hears that. She's going to love that. Um, did you give a – yes, you did. You did all three of them. Matt? Uh, okay. My rose is that I bought an indoor little grill, and I used it to make dinner tonight, and that was Hell a great yeah. time. And you know what? I was carrying it up. Uh, in the elevator and this girl I'd never met before she's like oh you're gonna love that and I was like I am gonna love that thanks um, oh my god <laughs> it, it was a great moment and she was right I made hamburgers they were great uh, so fancy yeah it was a time um, what's next my thorn thorn um, oh I got like massively rained on on my way home from work today oh uh... Bad vibes. Flash flood. It was a downer. Um, they also, it like flooded so bad, not that far from me, that they had to get, uh, they had to rescue dogs out of the little like dog daycare. It like <gasps> flooded so bad. All the dogs are fine. Okay. But okay. like major thorn energy. Jesus. Major and, thorn energy. Okay. Yeah, I know, but everybody's fine. That's the only reason why I said it. Uh, okay. And my butt, this may have something to do with why I said watch bad movies. However, I'm watching Fast and Furious for the first time of my life. And it's amazingly terrible. And That's awesome. They get simultaneously better and worse. I'm not sure. It, it really it's, toes I'm the only line. F I'm four movies in out of, I think there's ten. Mm -hmm. So I have I have some time to really cook, but I am eating them up. I've never seen such a like an amazing combination of bad acting, bad writing, and cars that go vroom. And that's really what I want. That's really out all of you movies. Need. Yeah, I feel yeah. like five might be the pivot point where they like stop. I even heard trying this. to take themselves seriously. So you're at the point where you're either gonna love what's happening or you're gonna be I like, think so too five much self awareness. <laughs> Five is when the rock is the rock comes in in five, so I'm pretty hype okay. about that. Because if the rock yeah. is in it, it's camp, so it's gonna be great. Something I'm really excited for you. Thank something you. Something that won't be a spoiler at all, but just a fun anecdote you to can't keep in spoil mind. It. Is there was a time where I think Vin Diesel, The Rock, and Jason Statham all had it in their contracts that they couldn't lose a fight. So the creative ways that they would have to end confrontations 
are just really funny, like bridges I collapsing or whatever. And it was because they had it in their contract that they couldn't lose because they're these like macho bros that I love I love God. egomaniacs. I love egomaniacs. That's so fun. The other thing I'm is I that. so I've been researching, like I've been thoroughly researching the internet and trying to live in the era that these movies have come out. So I've been listening to like the soundtracks for the movies that came out in like two thousand five or whatever it is. And Wait, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> oh, okay. So these movies, some of them have preludes that went straight to DVD that I've been finding on Vimeo. There was a six-minute prelude before the second movie that had no words. It was directed by Vin Diesel, and it was Paul Walker just, like, driving cars with no plot, and then Minka Kelly shows up because she was, like, really famous at that time and nothing like nothing happened and then it ended it was six minutes it was amazing I, anyway I, everybody should watch crazy. it everybody should watch it that's your that's yeah i'm really excited for you matt i would have thought you had Thank already you. seen them so this is really good for you i do too it fits my personality to have already seen them so yeah. yeah that it reminds me that I want to watch the Scream franchise. Like I've seen the Ooh, first one. Wow. I've seen the first That's one. That's a good only, one. That's but a good it feels one. like it's it's in that vein of like the first one self aware, and then I think it it just kind if of you like, like, falls off a cliff. Uh, Miles, cliff, if yeah. you like horror, The Purge, very camp camp horror. I think I saw the first one, and then the second got weird, and then but there are a bunch of them, right? Like at this point, yeah, they're, and they're all bad, and you should watch them. Okay, absolutely. Those are my That's bad awesome. movies. Sierra, you yeah. need to find yeah. some bad movies to watch. Yeah, Sierra. Well, Sierra doesn't watch oh, movies, oh, right? Is I that don't your watch thing? movies. I know, but I'm in. It is my thing. But I am in the middle of watching for the first time Pretty Little Liars. So see that I've never watched Pretty Little Liars, but I assume that. Oh, that's bad. Matt. I, Matt. Would I eat it up? I would probably have, eat it up. Yeah. You have to watch Pretty Little Liars yeah. and text me about it. I'm that's so like, serious. Do you we think we're just it. we're off the rails at this point? Is Pretty Little Liars kind of in the same vein as like Riverdale? Because that was I was in on Riverdale. Yeah, for a it's while. not like like Riverdale got to a point. And disclaimer to everybody: I've seen every episode of Riverdale except the most recent season, which I will be watching when I'm in California. Riverdale got to a point where they like went so off the rails that it's like still good, but it's like okay, we have like superpowers now. Spoilers. I have. Right, I'm right, only, right. We're only in season three of Pretty Little Liars, but it it's like the same kind of vibe. But it is crazy. You have to watch it, Matt. I'm in. I'm in. Allie just finished yeah. One Tree Hill, uh, which feels like it, okay, it got yeah. to that oh, point yeah, by the end. Same, same genre. Um, yeah. yeah. Either um, either you watch a terrible TV series, or you could just watch The Sixers next year. Maybe that could be your your bad. There you go. Your bad also watch true. to go through. Also true. But um. That's good Got stuff. It. Matt and Miles, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Miles, we were, I was supposed to do this at the top of the pod, and I totally forgot. Please plug all the things that you do. Sure. Um, I cover the Liberty primarily. I'm a writer at Windsider, and mm-hmm. I'm on Twitter at Miles Ehrlich, which is M-Y-L-E-S-E-H-R-L-I-C-H. Uh, I'm also on Blue Sky, but I forgot my password, and that's a lot of work. Oh. Um, so that yeah. was really there anymore anyway. It's fine. Yeah. Um, oh. I also co-host a podcast with Owen Pence called Pull Up with Miles and Owen, where we have some media members, some uh, some W players, some authors, and that's been a really good time. Um, 
And what else? Do, oh, and I put out an article, which I think I, I already shouted out earlier in this episode about John Quill Jones today. Uh, and JJ is awesome. So you should read it because um, she is so cool and not enough people talk about her. Yeah, they do. I, I talk about her. I, yeah. I talk to so many people about her, but it's still not enough. Yeah. I'm doing my part. It's still not enough. Yeah. Everybody go listen to Miles's podcast, which has a really, really good name. <sighs> Pull up. That's a good one. Hell Matt, yeah. do you have anything you want to plug? You're kind of doing normie I'm, vibes right now. I'm definitely in normie season and I'm healthily off Twitter ish, but you can still follow me there. Sometimes I have the energy yeah. to go for it. You do At have good tweets when you do Ellen that. Tuck. That is where Ellen I Tuck. am. I still follow that right. that Lego account on Instagram, by the way. The other Matt oh, Allen. The Lego account. I mean, the, the thing is, he is a legend, so I can't even get that mad. But it's fine. There's That's a person so with funny. my name who has a Lego account. Anyway. Honestly, that rocks. And he's crushing. If it Definitely had to be anything, top one, it's Legos. Top 1% Lego poster, for sure. I thought you were going to say top 1% yeah. Matt Allen Tuck. Which I is... Mean, I mean, no one's. You're not doing until you're doing Legos. Don't talk to me. I, now I just Miles. Now I just went back. This person is still posting. I love wow. it. Oh hell yeah! I love the commitment. Happy I'm Thor's lost. day, and it's Thor Legos. You know what? Good for Dude, them. Yes, nobody is doing it like Melon Tuck on Instagram. Melon Tuck on Instagram is crushing, and they bought twenty three thousand followers, which is so. <laughs> That's the real commitment. Oh, it's that's not, so it's, funny. It's not the Lego like, puns. Name, oh, name, me, name me one other person on the internet who posts Lego Velma from Scooby-Doo and gets 40 likes. You can't. <laughs> you can't. You can't. Sorry. Flagrant Pod is brought to you by the same all-star squad that makes Flagrant Mag. The theme music for Helpside was created by Alan Lucas. For more flagrant content, head to flagrantmag.com where you can sign up for our newsletter, read our monthly blog, or join our Patreon to support current and future projects. If you like what you hear, leave us a rating and review. And if you don't, keep it to yourself. And as always, stay flagrant. <laughs>